Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Expectations high for B. John Robinson this year. First round pick of the Atlanta Falcons, running back from Texas. I think Bijan's going to have a monster year. Will he have 1,100 or more rushing yards? We'll talk about that in a moment. We'll get to all the running backs in the NFC South. We've got three great guests joining us next hour here on the show. Colin Wilson, Ross Tucker, Joey Kanish. We look forward to that. Golf bets, soccer bets, and baseball bets coming up. Power hour, final hour of the show. But this literally has just crossed uh, in the last like minute or so. Breaking news and big breaking news in Major League Baseball. That news is that, I want to make sure that I have all of this is correct. I just want to make sure this is correct, so give me one second, I'll bring this up. Uh, the New York Yankees, who are terrible, my favorite team, plan to activate Aaron Judge before Friday's game against the Baltimore Orioles. So Aaron Judge looks like he'll be back in the lineup for the New York Yankees, and they absolutely need him. He hasn't played since June 3rd when he, uh, his foot slammed into the lower wall at Dodger Stadium. Yankees took two or three against the Dodgers in that series, and... uh Obviously, have been bad ever since he's been out. The Yankees, 18 and 23 without Aaron Judge since he uh, has been out since uh, June 3rd. The Yankees find themselves right now last place in the American League East because they're absolutely pathetic. And Brian Cashman's a horrendous GM and should have been fired years ago. They're two and a half games out of a wild card spot. So Aaron Judge coming back is obviously it's a huge deal because he's the only like really good hitter that they have on the team. And I'm not even sure that's an exaggeration to say. So getting one of the best players in baseball back would help any team especially a team right now that's that's scuffling and in last place. I do think that the Yankees, when it's all said and done, I think that they will make the playoffs or at least come within striking distance of making the playoffs as a wild card team. Again, two and a half games out right now. But when it's all said and done, really? Does anyone really think this team's winning a World Series championship? 25 to 1 right now to win the World Series. 13 to 1 right now to win the American League. Absolutely no chance. Do you really trust any of these pitchers outside of Garrett Cole? Maybe Carlos Rodon has a good start tonight against the Mets after the Yankees were embarrassed last night by the Mets in game one of the Subway Series. Rodon literally was blowing kisses at Yankee fans last week, Yankee fans on the road. They were booing him because he was terrible. Carlos Rodon thinks he's pitching at some rinky-dink third-rate city here. Not for New York and my Yankees, Carlos, you jerk. It's better, Carlos, and you won't disrespect. get booed. Let's not disrespect NC State players on the this, on this show, please. Is Rodon from NC State? Is that true? Yeah, yeah. I Trey Turner that. and Rodon. So we got we got a oh, Phillies guy and a Yankees guy, like the two two teams I hate more than anybody in the world. Somehow the Braves can't land these these state guys. Drives me nuts. Yeah. So this, I just, I, I, I can't with the Yankees. So maybe Aaron Judge coming back will 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 give them a spark. This lineup's been absolutely brutal. Maybe they'll be able to score some more runs. Maybe they'll make the playoffs. 
but like they ain't doing anything when they get there. I don't even trust Garrett Cole in a big spot in October. I don't trust this lineup. I think the manager's an absolute clown. The general manager's a clown. So you want to like get, get involved with the Yankees here? You want to bet the Yankees to win the AL at a depressed number? Win the World Series at a depressed number? When baseball season's over, you'll be the one that's depressed because you'll have lost money betting on my team, the New York Yankees. I think they'll make the playoffs. Sure. They'll do something at the deadline. Are they going to do anything when they get there? I think you're a fool if you think the answer to that question is yes. So Aaron Judge back on Friday for the Yankees. They need him. Also, I don't think it's going to matter in the grand scheme. I just want to throw out that uh, regardless of the prices or the um, value or whatever, that I thoroughly enjoy the idea of the Yankees fans being miserable. Nothing brings me joy quite like Yankees fans suffering. There are a few things I hate more in life than the New York Yankees. The UNC Tar Heels up there. Um, I'm sure some like, you know, larger geopolitical macro stuff as well. But uh, mostly the New York Yankees and the Carolina Tar Heels are the things I hate in life. Well, you know, it is true that I am a miserable Yankees fan right now. That is true. But the good news for me, Will, is that when I'm miserable, I can just pop in the VHS or the DVD 1996 and 1999 World Series highlights. I've always trash, that to you're a trash, back you're a trash watch, human watch, being. Watch my you. Yankees smash your Braves in the World Series. It was always really cute that the Braves would beat up on Little Brother and beat up on the Mets in the National League. And then they would get to face the big boys in the World Series, <laughs> Big Brother, and the Yankees would take care of business. So that, that's what I would do. It's just, you know, pop in 1996, see, see me some Charlie Hayes, maybe check out some Marion Rivera and Derek Cheater in 1999. Absolutely love it. So there you have the Atlanta Braves fan. I'm going to, when I, when I, when I get, when I get the next available opportunity, I'm going to, one, as Jake points out, I'm going to toss on the 2021 DVD. That's this century. I maybe did, you're interested I in. Did, I did root for the Braves, and, though, and I did bet on them because they faced the Astros. So I, I was rooting for you guys in that World Series for sure. Uh, and then, then I'm going to take the Mariana Rivera minor league rookie card that I have because I saw him play in Greensboro, North Carolina. for the. I also saw Mike Stanton play in the minor leagues in Greensboro. Uh, that was an incredible summer. We had season tickets and before he was Giancarlo, and uh, he just hit moonshots over this like 250-foot uh, wall. But I'm going to take those minor league baseball cards and tear them up uh, and, fil- and film it and, and send it to you. Okay, go th- like, like, like I care. You're just you're like screwing yourself out of money potentially with a Rivera rookie card. Great, rip them up and cost yourself some money. No, so is it minor league There's card? You. It's like it's a single A baseball card. But like, why? How is that? That has to be Rivera's in the Hall of Fame. Like, how is that card not worth something? I know. I think you think it'd be worth more. It's crazy. It's it's not worth anything. Mm. I don't think so. I, I I like how, like baseball cards becoming like maybe maybe they're not anymore but they were a huge thing like one of my friends like his his apartment it's like full of baseball card boxes he doesn't even like baseball that much I find all that to be very strange. Well, the, the problem whatever. is the problem is the well the ones that are valuable so like when you and I were collecting them it was like 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 you know the eighty seven tops and through like the early nineties like I I took all my cards from my parents' house I was like uh, baseball cards are back I'm about to be rich. And like I was like sorting through them, I was like, "Oh, look at this crap! This is a so like my brother had a garbage pail kids card or something." I threw that out. And I'm like, "Ha ha! I've got this, um, you know, like '91 hoop dreams, you know, some some card." I look it up; it's like worth I don't know five dollars, and like the garbage pail kids card was worth like several hundred. 
It's amazing. Amazing. Uh, our pal, our pal Jake the Snake Hassan is with us here, our excellent engineer, stud baseball, better baseball handicapper. Jake, uh, do you echo my sentiments on Aaron Judge? you agree, disagree as to what the New York Yankees will be once they get Judge back? Again, the trade deadline's coming up next week also. You would think the Yankees will add. I just don't think it's going to matter when it's all said and done. Yeah, my thoughts on the Yankees are as follows if anybody asks about them. <laughs> that's it. That, they that, stink so bad. Like, but do do you think they'll make the playoffs? Because like, I do think like with Judge coming back, I think Cashman has to do something because like the the seat's getting a little hot. I think they'll do something. I just don't think that when they make the playoffs, they're going to do anything when they get there. Yeah, I mean, I think they'll make the playoffs. Like they'll add Marcus Stroman or something. Whoop de do. But once they get, the, honestly, I hope <laughs> they do make it so that I can just bet the hell against them. Like, great for you, and then you can get waxed by the Orioles or the Rays. Have fun with that. I'm trying to think of like which Jake, of these you, teams. We gotta the, update. We gotta update this. Uh, we gotta update this profile biopic that you're that we're showing on the screen. Like it is not accurately depicting. Here it is. Yeah, it's several years old. Yeah, we don't. We don't. Yeah, we got. We could do better. Jake's very handsome, but we need an updated picture of the beer. Oh, thanks, buddy. Think of which team. Which team would bother me the most to lose against? Besides for Houston, I think it's. I. I hate. I hate losing to Tampa. I hate losing to the Rays. I feel like we always lose to them. Boston, I hate losing to also, but I think the Yankees are better than me. Even though Boston has a better record right now, the Yankees will, will pass Boston, I would guess, with getting Judge back and then with what they'll end up doing at the deadline. But, I mean, again, this team ain't winning anything this year. If you think so, you can bet on it, and uh, you'll lose some money. And God bless you. Uh, you better you bet with Nick and Will. Uh, next hour on the show, Colin Wilson, Joey Kanish, and Ross Tucker. But for now, we'll at least start talking running backs in the uh, the NFC South. Uh, I will give you three player props here, Will. We do not have any props for uh, New Orleans because of Alvin Kamara's potential suspension, uh, Jamal Williams and Kendra Miller, that situation. No numbers listed for Saints running back. So we have Bijan Robinson, 1,099.5 rushing yards, 8.5 touchdowns. Rashad White of Tampa, who was terrible last year. I think people like thought he was decent, probably because he looked great next to Leonard Fournette because of how bad Fournette was in the Bucks offense. Rashad White, 674 and a half rushing yards, four and a half touchdowns. And Miles Sanders gets a pretty big contract to come over for running backs, a big contract to come over from Philadelphia. Frank Reich saying he's going to be a three-down running back, but they still have Chuba Hubbard and others in that backfield. Miles Sanders, 924 and a half rushing yards, five and a half rushing touchdowns. Will, your thoughts on the running backs, please, in the NFC South? Yeah, uh, no interest in the Rashad White stuff unless it was an under, and I just don't know like exactly what they're going to do. I don't look. I mean, we we talked about this. Um, I think yesterday, the you know, or, or earlier this week, like Todd Balls. I would Drew would, would Drew Dentico Monday. Todd Balls just. I I don't know what to think about this offense and what he's going to allow it to do or not allow it to do. Even though he's you know he's not the offensive coordinator, I just don't want. I would lean unders on Rashad White. I think he looked great. Bijan, I love Bijan. Already, as much as I love like almost any player in the NFL, uh, you couldn't talk me into taking an under on him. Arthur Smith, you saw what he did in Tennessee. They don't care what the score is; they're going to run. And you've got a lot of teams, and you know the Saints, Panthers, Bucks, Falcons. A lot of running in those games, I think. So Bijan's going to get the carries. I would be stunned if he didn't get over 1,100 yards. And I think he'll get the rushing touchdowns, but there are pretty big numbers. And then Sanders, I think Sanders, this is a smash over. Darren Gant was telling us he is, he's going to be the guy. You look at what Frank Wright did in Indianapolis. 
even when he had Phillip Rivers, it didn't matter who the quarterback was. He likes to run the football. Andrew Luck, whoever, he runs the football. Iki Aquanu, great running the ball. They had Chandler Zavala, uh, depending on what happens with Brady Christensen. Zavala's on the pup right now, but the, the, from NC State as well. Two guys who pull on the state and can run, they run the ball effectively. I think Miles Sanders has a big season for Carolina because that's the best way to take the pressure off Bryce Young and allow Bryce Young to sort of freelance and, make, and convert those third downs to reliable targets like Adam Thielen. Uh, Hayden Hurst, I think Sanders gets a heavy workload and crushes a thousand yards if he's healthy. I think the workload I think is going to be there. I agree with you on Miles Sanders. My concern with Sanders is that I don't, I just don't think he's that good. So we'll talk more about this coming up in the final hour of the show, the Power Hour. Rashad White's an easy under for me, and like I don't even like like Keyshawn yep. Vaughn or like oh, Chase Edmonds, even though he we went to Fordham. The guys behind him, I just think Rashad White's bad. It's hard to trust him. Bijan, you can't make this number high enough for me. I would bet the over. You can make it two thousand yards, and I bet the over. I love Bijan coming up <laughs> for this year. We'll get back to the player props in the AFC and NFC South in the final hour, Power Hour. But a gaggle of guests coming up in hour number three. We will start it talking college football with the great Colin Wilson right after this. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus 